fuck right, are you so what do we got here? We got, I got built. <laughs> I have Michelob Ultra Pure Gold. And then a bar just showed up from Julian Smith called the Foundation Bar. Which I'm really hungry. And we have Anthony's World here. The real one. <laughs> They're not, not the, uh. Not the fake one that the DMs you were tagged me <laughs> or Bro, I get tagged in more fake accounts from you. Uh, it, I'm sorry, man. I, I don't know how else that's, to like, fix it. I think it. that's how you gauge how popular you are. Or how much like, how much fucking girth you have in the universe. <laughs> is, is how many fake pages are made about you. Because like, it's, bro, it's I get brutal. tagged in stuff all the time. And I'm like, why is he reposting this photo of us? And I'm like, hey man, yeah. I was like, wait, no, this isn't his yeah, real account. Yeah. I'm working on getting verified right now. But unfortunately, and the problem that sucks about it though, is that a lot of them are scam pages and they're trying to scam people. And you would be shocked at how many messages I get on a daily basis that say, um, is this your second account? And I'm like, no, why would I post the same thing over and over and over? So there's a Rob Bailey, kill Rob Bailey private account right now. And like, everyone's like, why did you start a private account? I'm like, it literally says private in the name. And I'm like, what do, you, what do you mean? And they're like, well, this account just friended me. I'm like, why would I start a private account and then friend you? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, I don't know. Do you, do you, well, think, I need an answer. And they're like, I guess it could be a fake account. I'm like, it's a it's fake account. It's definitely man. a fake account. Holy shit. But I think, I think one of the reasons are, and people, if they don't know who you are, um, you're very, a good forex trader, right? Yes. Is that what somewhat good? Is that what's your title? Yeah. Title? Um. I, I mean, technically, I'm a forex trader. I've been trading since I was 17. Yeah. So, and I'm very, very good at it. And uh, but now we actually just do a shit ton of tech. Um. I build a lot of tech. Yeah. Mostly on tech companies and anything entrepreneur investment stuff like that. Yeah. So but my base is from forex. So people get very excited. Yeah. Which is why. Same thing with giveaways. Like that's what we found out with giveaways. When we started doing giveaways, um, the social got re- very weird for us and all the fake pages. Cause people like you want to believe it, man. Cause like a lot of people are having a hard time out there and you hear like, Oh, you just won 10 grand. They're like, that changes my life. Yes. It, I, it might be fake, but I really want to believe that it's true. And then they fall for it. Yeah. It happens all the time. We do, we do giveaways too. And you'll, we'll have, we'll literally have like, so I own a company called top tier. And I don't know how we got that, but we did top tier. And literally when we do a giveaway on there, it will like, people will message us and be like, this is life changing. And then we'll have a hundred fake accounts, top tier giveaway, one top tier giveaway, two top tier giveaway, three. And we're like, and and, yeah. And there'll be like two dots instead of one. And so it it sucks. And I mean, I try and I make a post pretty much every week saying, Hey, this is, uh, this is my only account guys. Like this is it. One of my, uh, my old assistants account got hacked. And it was like posting photos of her saying that her account got hacked, but she has it back now. But it was the hacker posting that. And it's like, holy shit. I haven't seen that one yet. But as a hacker, isn't that what you would post? Like, hey, (laughs) uh, my account got hacked yesterday. Um, I have it back now. Don't worry about it. We're all good. And then here's like a smiling selfie of myself. And people were like, oh, she has her account back. And and she's like, no, I don't. And I was like, (laughs) oh, my God. So interesting world on social. All right. So. We're gonna uh, we're gonna do two podcasts. Let's run it. All right, we're gonna do one podcast. This is the public podcast. All right, just like I have a public Instagram page and then I have a <laughs> private Instagram page. But um, the other one we're gonna do is we're gonna talk. We'll talk a little more uh, real numbers. We'll talk some shit like that, some yeah. stuff, whatever, right? Because there's there's a weird thing, even when you say some numbers now, like when we hang out in private at the bar or whatever. Sometimes I'm like, wait, did he really just say that? You know, and I know you're not like lying or trying to impress yeah, me. It's just yeah. casual conversation. But uh, inside the CCV, which is my coaching group, we have a podcast where like we say those numbers and yeah. we actually discuss them because I think Love there's that. a huge, there's a huge value to that. There's a huge value to understanding possibility, right? And I think that the first time that I heard someone be like, oh yeah, I made a hundred grand this month in t-shirts. I was like, how the fuck did you make a hundred thousand dollars in t-shirts? And now I realized I was like, Oh, that's, that's a decent number, but like, yeah, you can make a million dollars a month in t-shirt. You can make $5 million a month in t-shirts. And I think that once you realize that like there is no ceiling, it, it allows you to grow more. So yeah, but we, we'll hold that. Yeah. This is the yeah. public. The public doesn't need to hear weird <laughs> shit like that. I love that. I love that. So you got into it when you were 17. Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. And how old are you now? 
27. Oh, so 10 years. This is your 10 year anniversary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 years this year. Um, I mean, I will say when I first started, like, I dove all in and then I quit for a little while. Why? And so, uh, because I thought it was going to be a get rich quick thing. Mm. <laughs> and then when I, when I said quit for a little while, I mean, like, six months, not that long. Um, and, but like, I, like, for me, when I started, like, I was doing really well for myself, especially at 17. Um, and I was living pretty much by myself. My dad ran, owned a business. I owned 20% of that company. I had, you know, at 18, 17 years old, I had three cars. I had, oh, wow. You're doing really well. I was doing really well. I had an apartment on the beach, you know, two bedroom apartment for 18, 17 years old. I was making 10, 15 grand a month. Like, and his, Bro, that's business. good for a lot of 40 year olds. And that's very, very good. Yeah. But what the thing is, is when I found Forex, I dove all the way in and I lost it all. I See, stopped working. That's what I like about you. <laughs> I like you. You seem to go all in. Yeah, yeah. I'm all know? in and everything. And I, I think that that's like what attracts me to you is like you, your, your risk tolerance seems to be like fucking wild. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, and that's, yeah. I, I like people like that. I like people that are like, because if, if your risk tolerance is that big, it's almost like the balance of what you see as a possibility is equally as big. And, and the more shit that you're willing to go through to make anything yeah. fucking happen. Yeah. And like, that's something like, I agree with that. Like wait, when we talk on the numbers, you'll be like, like, no, like no. I go all fucking in like to the point of like, I it's just like, I will, do, I will like spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to save a thousand from the government. <laughs> like I mean, I'm just that way of that person. I, like I, I am all we, in. We talked about numbers. Um, I barely were. So I was on your podcast. Yeah. And uh, so, someone got me intoxicated on your podcast. Definitely was not me. I don't remember who it was, <laughs> but it was one of you motherfuckers. Because I know I, so I didn't show up with alcohol. No. And then we were there. We, we hung out for a long time. It was in Arizona. I was dehydrated. You had some weird, delicious alcohol that I've never had before. It tastes like candy. We drank, I'm pretty sure we drank almost two bottles of tequila. See. And then at the end of the night, however long that was, I feel like I was there for one night, but it was like three days of a night. Uh, we started talking numbers at the end of the night, and I was just like, I don't know, am I fucking that drunk or are these real fucking numbers? I'm excited <laughs> to talk about those. So you've been trading since 17, super high risk tolerance. I think that everybody right now thinks that there's like, there's so much magic money out there. And that's the weird thing is because there kind of is. There is. There definitely is. Like So like NFTs are kind of magic money. Fucking the metaverse is kind yeah. of magic money. Bitcoin was crypto kind of is. AMC kind of is. And I think that like there's this really weird thing for the younger generation and then even people in my generation or whatever that like it's hard to it's hard to dig through like what should I be involved in right now? Because everyone's showing their wins. Everyone's saying, I'm making a million dollars this month on fucking Bitcoin. You're like, so I should buy Bitcoin? I, I have one. You should be in every fucking thing. You should be doing everything. You should be going all in and trying your best. The opposite advice that I give people. <laughs> Not me. Um, I think because you're never going to know what fits you best. Um, for mm. me, so you're never really going to understand what's going to be best for you. Just because you get good at something and you make a shit ton of money doesn't mean you can't be great at something else and make even more fucking money. And so for me, like I realized I'm a really good Forex trader. Yeah. Um, but what I'm even better as is being a CFO of a huge tech company. Interesting. And like, I'm, I'm way better at making investments, building companies. I can take a company and turn it around and we've done, I've done it. We've bought probably seven companies this year mm -hmm. and I've taken companies, helped with their financials, turned them around and I don't have a fucking degree. I'm a high school dropout. I don't know none of that shit. And so I've taken multiple companies. I like how your and English was so good until that part. You're like, I don't know none of that. Like, <laughs> nothing. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know shit. And so, um, but I understand money. That's like the yeah. one thing that I get in the logic behind making money. And it's really quite simple. Making money is not that hard. Mm -hmm. Just understand what 99% of the population is doing and do the opposite. And you'll be fucking fine. <laughs> and so like I just money's not real no I definitely not I real yeah I have a I have an episode where I talk about money just being completely fake mm -hmm. and it's just like that I got that from the magic of believing um I listened to that book every single day for three years in a row oh wow uh-huh it was like pretty much the only thing I was really dedicated <laughs> to in my life and it completely changed my life and 
it's just like I've learned that and I think that money is the perception of other people the perceived value that other people put on money mm -hmm. is what makes it valuable mm -hmm. and when you can like realize that and for me that's why I hold no value on money that's why money comes to me it's because I have zero fucking emotional attachment to money. Yeah. It's like that dude in the bar that's trying to pick up every single girl and everyone's like, get away from me, dude. Yeah. And then there's the dude there that doesn't give a fuck about any girl and he's just out dancing by himself and every girl's like, I want to talk guy. to that guy. Yep. Yeah. That's how it works. People it don't is. realize that's how it works, but it's like this weird magic thing that like, if you don't give a fuck about it, it's going to show up. That's, that's the truth. I'm be honest. My fucking shoulder is hurting. <laughs> to like pick the listen, beer can. Listen, no. When you... <laughs> So we went out last night. No, it wasn't even last night. We were out at like five o'clock. <laughs> we had dinner together and, uh, and we were drinking a little bit and then Dana came out and there was a little conversation. Everyone was like, I want to train shoulders with Dana. It's like, listen, worst mistake morning, ever. you guys, you guys have fun training shoulders with Dana and I'm going to do some work. And, uh, yeah, of course, dude. Yeah. I'm like, you didn't think you were going to be messed up? Wait, it's not even started yet. <laughs> right, Dana? How long How long till he's he's paralyzed? If you're not paralyzed yet, then you're not. You don't think like two days from now he's going to wake up and be like, whoa. I took it easy. She took it easy on you. Well, Shit, well, I got to come back or y'all got to come to Scott. You got to realize so you don't gotta... have a microphone too. Oh, there was five of you guys. Yeah. Oh my God, she taught him a master class. She a did. Master course. I feel like we should have paid her. No. <laughs> no. Learned a no. lot. <laughs> uh, That's what she's here for. Well, welcome to my building because I've seen your building. I love it, man. I love your building was wild. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a party building. Nerf, yeah, gun, Nerf guns everywhere. <laughs> so, so his office, uh, we roll in and it's we don't really know where to park and like. Your address was weird because you're in like some weird complex, but it's like, mm -hmm. there's no like door no. that like with a fucking Sign. logo on it. Like, <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, we're this. And it's like this collection of what looks like maybe should have, should be doctor's offices or yeah. something like that. But it's really just like rooms that you're like, and this room is to hold all our Nerf guns. <laughs> and then this room is where we have a giant TV because we like TV. And then this room's just full of tequila. And then this room, and it's like, it's just room after room. And it seemed like a hundred rooms, but it was like room after room of just like, and this is the blah, blah, blah room. And I'm like, this is wild. And then every single office you guys have decorated is like a super cool environment specific to that person. Yeah. Then you had like this podcast studio, that podcast studio, that podcast studio. That was really cool for me to see. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if I expressed that enough. But I that appreciate was like, that. It was really, really cool for me to see because I like, I like people that build environments mm -hmm. that are very specific to what environments they want, right? Yeah. Because I there's traditional rules to life, like to what your office should look like, to what your building should look like, all these different things. And I love when I see other people being like, there should not be a Nerf gun room. <laughs> it, it's like yeah. in no business other than Nerf mm -hmm. is there a Nerf gun room. I'm like. <laughs> I walk around and not only was, was there a Nerf gun room, but in every room there was like, oh yeah. And that's where we keep all the, the ammo in this room. <laughs> we legit, we will have straight on all out fucking 30 minute Nerf wars. And I will come home with welts fucking Have you seen gel blasters? Welts. Yeah, I have that too. I have okay. those too. We, we don't shoot those inside though. We broke a TV. They sent us 30 <laughs> gel blasters. Gel blaster did. They're fun. So we charged them all. And then like one day I lit up Dana and like everyone in the office had them. And I was like, no one could get any work done. Yeah. Because so everyone's fun. just like on edge because they fucking hurt, dude. Yeah. And they're like full auto maniac. Dude. You got, next time you come to Scottsdale, you are going to have a Nerf war with us. All right. Well, I, I and it's like, we get intense. Like, I'm talking about, like, we'll, like, walk up next to each other and just sit here like this. Just pop, pop. And we know the specific spots to aim for. Like, like the, the, the specific spots. Yeah. Explain so you that. hit the lat. The okay. lat fucking hurts. Uh -huh. The, uh, your little, like, I, I have love handle fat. And then um, we always try and do the, like, the chest mm -hmm. um, and, like, the back lat for sure. Like, dead center in the back You try lat. to do, like, behind the ear right here? No, because we hit someone in the eye and See, it that's didn't what go I over like well. about gel blasters is because, like, you can't I know not to shoot anyone in the face. But, you like, definitely have to wear glasses. Then all of a sudden, like, my whole staff's wearing glasses all day. Yeah. Like that's not right. We can't yeah, Nerf that. guns are the perfect medium to where you're not going to fucking kill somebody. Yeah, and it can and be like an all-day thing. 
Oh yeah, we'll yeah. literally just walk into someone's room, like Derek and Conrad's and it's office. It's not the darts; it's the it's like the Nerf balls. Yeah, it's the Nerf yeah. little like gel balls, and I'll walk in with two pistols and see Conrad and Derek, and I just go Doof! shoot them both like that, and then just take off running. And then I'll I'll like strategically like place guns in places. So when I run out of ammo, I'll pick up like I have a big machine gun that's uh-huh. like literally like a fucking Barrett. It's just like a Barrett, like a things that spin and you can light motherfuckers up and so i will pick this thing up and just unload on them set it down go get the sniper and sit back exactly what you guys are picturing (laughs) right now is what it is like there's just it's a really interesting office really really it's fun and it's weird because like you walk out of your office and the offices around you are nothing like your office (laughs) and you can tell they're like they're probably just totally confused by what those guys are doing over there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They do you ever like come in contact and have to explain them? Uh, we and, like, actually we actually had do? a sign for a long time that said Nerf gun uh, test subject, <laughs> and so because because we would have Nerf wars outside. Oh, so like we'll, we'll like at nighttime we'll run around outside mm-hmm. and we'll like you know how because you saw how it was mm-hmm. the whole balcony all yeah, the whole like a, balcony will be covered in it was Nerf almost guns. like a big like uh, Pentagon mm-hmm. almost right that you yeah. can run around. Yep. It's dope, dude. Oh, uh, it's fucking fun. We have fun. That's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can tell that. Yeah. What, what you doing if you're not having fun? Jeez. All right. Do you want to talk about... You sold You sold all your stuff? Yeah. Yep. Explain that to um, me. Honestly... Uh, Wait, did you sell the, that 9-11 you got? I did not sell that. I kept the oh, classics. I kept God. the classics. Um, okay. So, for me, it was... that clicked last night at, like, 1 a.m. I woke up and I was like, Wait. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know why that's what I thought about last night but I was like I wonder if he saw, I have to ask him that tomorrow like I was very concerned I uh, kept the classics I actually still don't even have that car I had it for like a week and then the guy that uh, dropped it off flooded it so I had to send it all the way back oh yeah and I still haven't gotten it back I, so I kept the E9 mm-hmm. and I kept the um, 9-11 and I kept the uh, the Eleanor okay and so but the main exotics I got rid of what and were the main exotics? I had a McLaren 720S uh-huh. and a 488 Pista. Okay. And, and you're like, these things got to go. Well, yeah. I mean, honestly, like you, walk, you walked out in our front yard and I had a, a $700,000 car that was full of dirt and a flat tire. And I just haven't fixed it. Why is it full of dirt? Just because it's fucking dirty out there and I just never brought it inside. Never okay. fucking just left it out there. And I just, is that it was the on moment. pavement or in the grass? I'm just trying to get a pavement. Piece. Okay. Yeah. And I <laughs> just like. I, when you said full of dirt and a flat tire, I pictured it literally parked in your front yard, like in the grass. <laughs> and I was like, all right, this is what we're dealing with. Wouldn't throw up, wouldn't put it past me. Um, but honestly, it was just one of those things where it's just like, I'm sitting back and I'm like reevaluating my life and like everything that we're trying to do. Um, and in life, this is going to happen and a lot of times. It is. And yeah. it is. I, and I am very young and I'm learning that, that it's, it's not easy. <laughs> and so I'm like trying to figure out what it is I want in life. And I just felt like there was all these things holding me back. And I felt like I needed a cleanse. I needed a refresher. You know, I come here and I see this, what you've built here. And to me, that's fucking inspiring because technically like, yes, I have like everything I want. You know, I do everything that I want whenever I want, however I want. But I'm not building something that's making an impact like this, like this building. Mm. And for me, it's like, okay, I mean, maybe I am in a different way, I but it's just are. like, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, I want to do fucking more. I always want to be the person that's like, doesn't stop because he thinks he has enough. You can always do more. You can always make more. You can always achieve more. You can yeah. always go for more. And that's what I want to do. And so it was really, and a lot of people came at me like, oh, you're selling it because you need money or whatever. And I was just like, yeah. and I was like, no, in reality, the biggest truth is, is that I want something new. I want to try something new. I want to do it. And I needed that, that cleanse, that let go, that yeah. challenge of saying, I don't need these fucking supercars to make me who I am. Yeah. And so that was my like cleanse yeah. to let go of them. And so I sold both of them. I've a lot of people that get those supercars and everything because I think that like I set mine as goals. Like I, I don't know. I don't know if you've noticed, but like all of mine are just, they're just in that building over there. Like, I don't fucking drive them or see them or like I have a very weird relationship with them because I set a lot of those things as goals. And then when I get there, I'm like, what's the next one? Like, I I don't, I don't give a fuck about that car. Like, and I I thought I did and it gets me there and then it's like a prize and I just move the fuck on. Um, So I've gone that through a full, a few times where I'm like, I should sell everything and like just blank slate start over. Uh, But then I'm like, that's so much work to sell them all. I'll just put them in that building and not look at them. Well, that's what I was going to do, but I needed that, like, I no, think you, I needed that lose that attachment yeah. to items. And, you know, because 
I just needed to lose that. For me, I just really needed to lose that attachment. I had to push myself away, push myself as far as I can from that. And because I'm trying to change the industry that I'm in and the industry that I'm in, it's very fucking toxic and I can't stand it. And it's all about who can buy the next car, who has the really? most impressive car collection. That's how they're selling all this shit. And, um, yeah, I guess that is, it's a very big sales point. Yeah. And I mean, and I agree and I, I love, like, I, I will miss the aspect of going to events and I make connections because of the cars. But my industry is toxic, and I was like, okay, we are not doing this. We're not going to be part of this. If we're going to do this, we're going to do this the right fucking way. Mm-hmm. And so if you check out, like, our, my Instagram, it's literally just me making fun of myself now. I did notice that. Yeah. I'm, you guys started skits a little while ago? Yep. Yeah. And we're posting a reel every day. Um, I post about one or two reels a day, and it's literally just us, all of my trading team, making fun of ourselves. Interesting. And because your Instagram page... I don't know when that started, but like say six months ago and prior, it was like way different. I would look at your photos and be like, damn, like just every day it was like standing on top of a fucking McLaren in the desert with like the sunset. And it's just like, these are all the dopest photos. ever. <laughs> yeah. And just like that lifestyle. And I was like, Oh, you, but you look at that and you like completely understand like, Oh, this dude's just fucking crushing. He's mm-hmm. or everything's financed and he's faking it. Yeah. That's normally one of the two for those people for that look. Yeah. But, uh, you know, knowing you and then seeing it enough was like, no, this isn't, he's not faking. Um, to the, the, the making fun of yourself lifestyle. It was, it's a fun, it's, and dude, it was a hard, it was a hard turn. It, it is. Like and you were very conscious about that. I was, and I was like trying to always, you know, hold the right standard and, and all that. And what I'm realizing is the community that that attracts is not the community I fucking want. I don't want no part of that community. And so it's like yesterday and we have a trader society, um, which is my company. We have a group chat with all of us and it's Monday at eight o'clock in the morning. Derek goes in, fucking opens a beer, puts his elbow on it, pops it, pops it down, shotguns it. And the next thing you know, all of our members are opening a beer at eight o'clock in the morning. And it's like, that's the community I want. That's what I want to build. I want to build the community where people are making money, having fun Mm -hmm. and realizing that no one's got it figured out. Mm -hmm. Like even though like in this industry, I'm supposed to have it figured out. Apparently I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. And so I just want to keep that in line. You have an idea. I I know what I'm doing when it comes to trading, but like, as in like, I don't know what I'm doing in life. And so it's like, Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, you know, especially now, like, like once again, I am 27 and I can realistically just about buy anything that I want to. So it like put me in a spiral effect where, if you can buy anything that you want to, what do you buy? Yeah. And then you never end up buying anything and you never end up rewarding yourself and you never end up doing that. So yeah. Or you buy everything and you don't appreciate it. So you're always buying more. Exactly. Yeah, uh, Possible. Like there's a weird relationship with like possibility and options because there's a point in time in your life when you feel like you have no options, right? Like there's, a, I mean, you might not experience this, but a lot of people experience that where you're like, well, I can't, I can't do this. 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 And then there's a point in time where you start taking enough risks and you start losing and you start winning. And then before you know it, you're winning and you're like, there's a way to do everything. Mm -hmm. There's a way to figure something out. And if I can do that, then anything's possible. And then that gets overwhelming because all of a sudden, if everything's a possibility, it's like, well, fuck, which direction do I go? And it can go any direction. It can go to like, I'm going to collect every single supercar. I don't know why, but I need to prove myself in that. Or I can, you know, do whatever. So it's it's a very, very interesting journey. Um, I've learned to appreciate just being on the journey. Like realizing that like this move that you're making of selling all your cars isn't the final move. No. But it's a part. It's a a piece. And as long as you enjoy the fact that you're going through like, I'm going to sell all my cars. And then I'm going to figure some stuff out. I'm going to take that information. And I'm going to go to the next year. And then that next year, something else. Maybe then you buy all the cars. Yeah. And then buy a warehouse to fill a fucking, you know, Andy Frisella fucking mode. <laughs> and like, you know, who knows? But as long as you appreciate the fact that you're on the journey, you're not too hard on yourself that there's so many options. That's what I have to, that's what I struggle with. Yeah. So for like, and for me, when it came to this, like I set a goal for myself and, um, I'm a big believer and I, I, uh, you should reward yourself every time you accomplish something. Cause if you yeah. don't do that, then you're never going to feel satisfied and feeling satisfied when you achieve something is what's going to keep you going, keep you hungry, keep you strong and keep you motivated. And so you have to reward yourself. If you're no, if you're, if you're not rewarding yourself when you accomplish something, then what are you even doing it for? 
we're all here to do something in our life mm. and you have to reward yourself. I know so many people that do everything and when they're doing everything and they accomplish so much, but they never reward themselves. So they never felt any type of satisfaction. Yeah. So they didn't feel happy about it. And so I, like for me selling everything, I mean, I will say I did buy a Sprinter van. That was pretty badass too. Yeah. <laughs> so like I bought a Sprinter van. So that was like my, for me letting go of that, that was my reward for that. Yeah. And then next thing next year, I will buy a Chiron. I will buy a brand new Chiron. And so that's going to be my reward for taking a step back to be <laughs> launched forward. Um, like and that's, reward. <laughs> but like, and then I'll probably never drive it and it'll probably sit there and then I'll just probably fine. sell just that. Cause and you, I then mean, you I'll have, have the fun. means to do that. So exactly. And so, but it's really just like, I'm always just sitting here trying to challenge this. Yeah. Change this, challenge this and grow this. Hmm. I like that. I had something to say halfway through what you were saying. <laughs> what, uh, I want to know what kind of Sprinter van. Cause I didn't ask you that. Um, it's, it's, a uh, the Mercedes Benz, uh, fucking, it's got a bathroom. I don't know. It's like 20, 24, 25 foot. So is it the seating or is it like camping or is it? No, it's got a full kitchen, full pull out oh, bed. Okay. It's got five cool. seat. It's I got, well, it's got a got. big couch and then yeah. like four cushions, two TVs. They have, the, they have like the, the Sprinter band. Um, a couple of my friends have that. They got like the Maybach, uh, Van. Just with the seats and everything that like recline. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times like they'll pick people up from the airport in that yeah. or their driver will drive them on longer distances through that. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people with that, but I also know the one you got. I like yeah. that one. Yeah. 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 I so love the like, one I got yeah. and I can't drive right now anyways. Yeah. So cause you don't know it's how nice. Yeah. That, cause I don't know how. <laughs> well, it's, you, it's cause you tried to resolve a situation. Yeah. Are we allowed to say this? Go, I'm gonna fuck. All right. You, you tried to resolve a situation by saying you can't arrest me because you're a rental cop. Yeah. And then the real cop came. <laughs> and then he got arrested. <laughs> and then I got arrested. Um, it and was actually really stupid. Like, the yeah, whole story you was... You should have just said, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah, but, that's what you should have said. But he, he, was, he came on very aggressive. That. He came on very aggressive, and it pissed me off. And, and he followed me for, like, three and a half miles. And I literally, when I tell you, I had... You shouldn't have such a nice car, my friend. Well, that's true. And I, but I literally did not drink much. I had four drinks and four hours over dinner. That's all I had. I had one shot, one mixed drink and two beers. And you're going to ask her, she normally, I don't like, I don't, I don't, I don't drive. know that. I don't drive unless like, like I don't ever drive drunk. So I don't drive intoxicated. Uh-uh. I'm, if I drink these, these Mokalob Ultras, I don't even know. Are these real beer? Yeah. Michelob Ultra? There's not much alcohol in them, but I like them because they're low calories. I thought they were for women. Maybe. Okay. So we're drinking, these are like male White Claws? Pretty much. Right? Okay. So White Claws for men. So we're gonna, if I drink three of these, you I'm, won't, I'm not going to not not drive for a week. <laughs> I'm going to, what? If the FAA is listening. Okay. Don't, why'd you, why'd you do that? I did not. I was on a dirt bike. <laughs> that doesn't count. Uh, I'm dead. Right? You know the rules. Thomas, you're a biker. I wasn't. I was in the grass. I rode the grass the whole way home. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I was I in the grass. And I, was, and I was wearing uh, goggles. And gloves. You're fine. And I was drinking these women drinks. Yeah. These, Easy white, these male white claws. <laughs> they should come out with an advertising campaign for male white claws. Because white claws are doing better than Michelob Ultra. I'm trying to create my own seltzer right now. You know, the thing I like about you is everything that I mention, you're like, oh, I'm doing that. I actually, I, I know, well, I owe a lot of credit to my team. Not I. I'm going to put this very, very oh, big thing. Team. I have an incredible yeah, fucking team. Really, really good so team. when I say I am doing that, it's not me. It's my fucking team. Like I, I know my. So what team. are you doing? Like what am I creating right now? What are you doing? Uh, we're creating an energy drink right now. We just mm -hmm. got through the tasting process. Um, finally got the flavors. We're launching with a nectar flavor, Ooh. which is really dope. Um, a lemon iced tea, mm -hmm. and then we have a, a champagne. Oh, do you, you remember know, the original? Is my literal favorite <laughs> drink in the fucking world. Yes. If you ask me, Rob Bailey, what's your favorite drink in the world? Champagne bang. 100%. Really? Okay, I thought you. So, what we did is oh, we targeted. No, so no, no, no. We targeted. Um, do you remember the original Green Monster? That tastes like fucking syrup? 
kind of, but we did it with, with no, with less calories, less sugar, and it came out champagne. And so our targeting and marketing is, is we're going to put them in mini champagne bottles and put them in all of our friends clubs. And so every time someone's ordering, um, instead of Red Bull, Red Bull, we're coming for you. Um, that's it. <laughs> well, luckily, Red Bull doesn't listen to this podcast. I know. <laughs> well, we're Maybe never. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Maybe they will. Um, they but that is like our that is our campaign and our marketing is because we're right, at the end of the day we're a bunch of degenerates that like to have fun and you guys drink energy drinks. don't be so hard on yourself. Degenerate, just because you're covered in tattoos. I'm a degenerate, and okay. I'm okay with okay. that. Okay. <laughs> but I'm listen, a good degenerate. Have you tried the original Bang Champagne? Flavor? I have not. I'm gonna send you a case of my energy drinks. You better. And then, yeah, I am definitely. All right. You see people send me pallets of drinks out there. Yeah, I got you. I'll send you a whole I'll, I'll, a whole I'll I just no, want no. a full pallet. We'll put a, a refrigerator in. Uh, so far, too, and, like, we use, like, we use mushroom extract to help with cogn- cognition. And um, we used, we get a, basically what we focused on was electrolytes yeah. in the energy drink Which to, really, yeah. to really help with that side of things. And um, we have we're two different types of caffeine. Um, and we were coming out with a hundred milligram caffeine and 200 milligram caffeine. Okay, that's a good number because yeah. I don't like the three hundreds. Yeah, it's too, too much. much. It's way too much. Too and much. then also what I noticed is sometimes I want an energy drink bef- like kind of before bed because like not right before bed, but like that last three or four hours and I might be a little down. I need a little pick me up to like, okay. cause I work for, I'll work for my phone for the last like yeah. three or four hours a night. So I need a little bit. And you're like, I'm going to brush my teeth in an energy drink. I get it. <laughs> Pretty much. And so, like, I want that lower caffeine level, that 100 milligram caffeine to where I'm not going to be wired, but yeah. I can have a little more focus and energize. And so that's what we're doing. And so... Um, You're calling it bedtime energy. Or something like that. Right. <laughs> we have... Uh, and, uh, and then we're also coming out with a sleeping drink that's going to be, like... It's going to be a tea. And you can make it into a tea, but it's going to be, like, a carbonated drink that you can drink before bed. Okay. Help you sleep and stuff like that. So it's going to oh, be a like spinoff that. of the energy drink as well. All right. Selling all the uppers and all the downers. Yeah, pretty much. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's like probably one of the bigger things we're working on besides our main tech. Um, mm. Our main tech company, we are literally just buying companies now. Interesting. And any, in any field and industry, we're just trying to buy it all. Interesting. All so right. if I don't know it, I'll figure it the fuck out. <laughs> sort of what everyone does. Yeah. That's like, all Because a lot of people, it. if they know it, they do it the same way that they know it. Yeah. And they're just copying off somebody else's model. So it's always mm-hmm. the dudes that don't know what they're doing because they come in and they're like, I don't know the rules of this industry. And they do it their way. And it's like, that's so much better. Yeah. Fuck rules. <laughs> I hate rules. That's why he doesn't have a driver's license. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly why I don't have a driver's like, license. Hey, fuck rules. <laughs> you can't do anything. And they're like, hold on one second. Yep. Yep. And so, and so we're doing that. Um, and then we have a main, our main, few main companies. Um, we do a lot in the prop firm, business lending, stuff like that as oh, well. Exciting. It is, and then real estate, obviously, of course, too. Yeah. Um, Do you have apartments? We have houses and Airbnbs, okay. long-term and short-term rentals, but we're currently, like, I'm going at the end of the uh, beginning of September, I'm going to Miami to buy um, a, f- a few apartment complexes. Really? But we're turning them into Airbnbs. So it's an oh, apartment complex gotcha, that's yeah. all Airbnbs. Yeah, yeah, which makes sense. I think I think that's what a lot of people want anyway, mm-hmm. right? Um, anytime I've ever rented an Airbnb apartment, it's always like, hey, if they ask you who you're here with, say you're friends with John. Like, <laughs> hey, man, I don't want to play your stupid game. If you can't have an Airbnb here, yeah. that's not my fucking fault. Yeah. Like, I'm not telling people I know you. Yeah. But that, yeah, that's a, that's a great So, yeah, option. so we just decided we didn't want to do that. So we just buy the whole building. Well, I got a giant. <laughs> so if my life works out, um, I have a project right now. Well, we're not on the public podcast. Or we're on the public podcast? Yeah, we're yeah, on the public. So whatever, fuck it. I have a project right now that I'm finishing out the details to. And I'm going to have like a fucking 16 million dollar 1031 exchange to do oh shit and i have like so much anxiety because Ooh. what do you do with sick like it's a big it's a big move for me because i don't my moves aren't that big but i stepped into a project right now uh that that's I'm a pretty on, big fucking move that i've worked on with my brother and like looking at comps like when it does go up for sale and it should sell it, it should sell for roughly six like the other ones are like half the size and they're selling for 10 so we're, we're going we're gonna to position at 16, and it's like, that's a 1031 exchange, and what is it, 50% of, like, your next one up? So, like, I'm looking at a $30 million fucking project. It's just, I'm... Where, where are you going to take that? You should take that to, like, a big place. Well, like, so I don't think I can do it here. 
because I don't think there is one here that would give you the return that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't know what like hotels sell for or anything like that. I'd love to own a hotel. <laughs> very, very Monopoly oriented, dude. I played a lot of Monopoly growing up and something about owning a hotel. Sounds fun. Sounds sounds like I, I'm headed well, towards Park Well, let me tell you what you should do. Yeah, you should open me. up a good fucking hotel in Scottsdale because hotel Scottsdale has shitty hotels. I don't want to build a hotel, my friend. <laughs> Why not? I, be, you know... I just built this place, and it's pain in the ass. And it? I'm tired. Yeah, you know. So I think. But wait, I think wait. You're you're tired. I'm tired. I'm not like when I say tired. I'm not actually tired, but like I, uh, I've used up all of my allotment of energy this year for building places like this. I feel that right, and I want to put that energy elsewhere. So I'm not actually tired. Like yeah. it's it's a weird definition of tired. But I think I think, um, or I'd love to buy like a fucking uh, an apartment complex or something. But like, it's gonna be a big boy purchase for me. Yeah, I love that. You should definitely just go all fuck it. Go I'm all going out. to. Okay, oh, good. It's, fucking, <laughs> it's balls to the wall. Good. Yeah, you got another option. Yeah. Right. So you're gonna do Airbnbs? Or you're gonna do? Uh, no. Or you I wanna want to do like long term? That's a little bit easier to manage. So okay. I like the Airbnbs around here personally because, because you're close to them, so you can easily. Well, manage. I also believe in this area. Okay. Right? Um, I have a lot of faith in Montana, so I'd love to spend that money in Montana. I just don't know if our prices are so inflated right now and there's no staff and they're going to keep, I mean, you saw the staff last night, you saw them losing their fucking mind at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, yeah, these people are going to quit any minute because like essentially here you're making $15 an hour in a kitchen and there's nowhere to live for that. Yeah. Right. Like that's what my employees all struggle with is like. Even if you pay them really good, there's like, oh, there's, there's no, there is no thousand dollar rents. There's not even fifteen hundred dollar rents. Same. Like rents like two grand. Minimum. Everywhere. Minimum. Minimum. Yeah. If you if you want to live in a good area. And we're in fucking Montana, bro. We don't have a fucking Uber Eats. Yeah. We don't have Ubers. We don't have Uber Eats. Like we don't have shit here. And to be paying two thousand dollars a month rent so that you can see a mountain at your window, like I get it, but like that's a hard rent for people to swallow. Yeah. So. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to 1031 here. Uh, I also don't know the rules about staying in the same state or whatever, but I'm excited. I mean, cause it's, it's scary. And I haven't been scared in a while. I like being scared. Me too. Yeah. I, have, I have a question for you. Um, this not, is actually something. This is my podcast. <laughs> can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah, you okay. Question. How do you handle that? Um, that feeling of, because I have a lot of employees too yeah. and I want to pay my employees very, very well. Mm-hmm. But as a business, it's hard. You, you have to also be smart. How you do you, ha- how do you handle that? Because it's for me, cause like, like, it's like, okay, I'll make a shit ton of money. And then it's like, damn, I feel bad. Cause like some of my employees, So I base it on their value within the company they're in. Okay. Right. So like it took me a little while to get there because it's, it's, it's weird because I have some companies that aren't doing that great and then people that aren't moving the needle. So I try to really look at like within that company, what is the value of what are you doing? Okay. Right. Um, do you commingle companies a little bit? I used to. Not I anymore? used to. I don't anymore. I don't mean to ask you all the questions, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually like curious. So I used to because... commingle companies because it made sense. Yeah. Right. And what I, 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 this year I stopped doing that. And what I realized was I was undercutting companies. Okay. I was undercutting because you're capable of having attention everywhere, right? Because when you win, you're the one that wins really big. So like you get it. These other people don't feel the same wins you feel. And a lot of people can't focus on more than one thing at once, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I can barely focus on more than one thing at once. And I think that seeing employees and eventually when they start to get tired and their wins aren't as big as your wins, it gets very easy to build excuses of, oh, I'm sorry, I was working on this supplement company when I should have been doing this, but you know, I'm pulled all over the place. And then they also can't fully buy in. Right. Yeah. And I think that in a lot of companies you need to build culture. Um, and that culture needs to be very aligned. And if you're pulling them from, you know, these core values over here to these core values over here, and this company stands for this and this company stands for that. A lot of, it's very hard to jump around. Right. I love it. I love so it. I think that in what I'm trying to do now is like, for example, onward right now is, is like my, my big pet project of, I let everyone go from the brand onward. I have Thomas who, who does all my media and me. And then I have a, a, a little marketing team that like puts stuff out. By the way, I love that shit. By the Thanks, way. Thanks dude. That you sent me, you joke. sent me a bottle a long time ago and I was like, it was something I actually took every fucking day. Oh, yeah. And I actually like for the first time noticed the difference. It's good. It's, it's very it's, good. It doesn't hit you fucking too aggressive. Mm-hmm. But, like it's one of those things when you get done at the end of the day, you're like, 
damn, that was a really productive afternoon. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, I did take a it was, supplement. It was better it, for me. Like, Adderall is too much. Okay. And Adderall so, doesn't like, touch me, bro. Really? I do. Adderall will literally make me, like, like, paranoid. But that's, like, the perfect mixture for me. So I stacking Adderall and Kratom. Kratom? How do you say that? Kratom. Yeah, so I did that for a little bit. How'd that, that work? That was actually, like, you fucking zooming. But Adderall <laughs> by itself, nothing. Really? Yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I can't take Adderall. It's too much for me. I'm a very, like... Like, I'm very easily affected by, uh, like, besides, like, beer, obviously, <laughs> and alcohol. Well, this isn't I'm, no beer. but I'm, I need to have alcohol, but I'm very easily affected by, like, chemicals. Okay. And so I can't even take pre workout. I can't even take pre workout with caffeine. I, I drink half an energy drink sometimes before I work out yeah. and very, very small amounts of coffee. Yeah. Caffeine just doesn't do it for me. Um, that's why I wanted to create my own energy drink to. Yeah have something that i can that's actually why, like, fucking onward, drink because like it's so easy to dose water and make it appropriate and then also it's like it's not stimmy mm-hmm. um i actually added up my caffeine intake uh a couple months ago six months ago seven months ago and i realized how much i was taking so i like throttled back hard and now i'm fucking a mess like really? i drank that 3d energy drink earlier today with yeah. i think 300 milligrams of caffeine like crack bro up. like i couldn't see straight <laughs> like i was a fucking mess and i think that that's a huge problem with people is people's tolerance. They're like, oh, I took two scoops of pre-workout. And it's like, you should be dead. Yeah. They like, don't even feel it. And it's like, are you priding yourself on that? That's like saying I drank a bottle of vodka and I'm not drunk. It's like, you have a problem. Yeah. Like, that's not the ratio you should have. And you shouldn't be proud of it. But. Yeah, I don't take any pre-workout. Um, none of that stuff. Yeah, because you're eating raw liver all the time. <laughs> not all the time. You get into that, that you're like, let's uh, go for it. You're kind it. of the liver king, kind of. Uh, not really. Um, what I are actually you? follow. I follow um, Carnivore MD 2.0. What is that? Um, so he is actually a doctor. He was a doctor. He. Um, are you sure he's a doctor? Or is he like a fake doctor, like doctor? Well, he went to ASU. He has multiple degrees. Okay, so he's a real um, doctor. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna say like I don't. Know, I don't know all his shit. But um, he actually like lists facts with what he says. Okay. And for me, I just noticed that it's actually like what my body likes. So it, what do you actually eat? On a daily basis. Right now doesn't count because you're obviously on vacation. I'm on vacation and I you're still live. You're crushing brews. Yeah. And you're I in still a, live. You're, you like leave soon. But like when you get home tomorrow. Yeah. Run me through your day. So first thing in the morning I will have is I'm a very big person on, on half things for some reason. So I'll, I'll make a cup of coffee with goat's milk and I'll drink half of it and pour the other half out. <laughs> I don't know why. Why with goat's milk? Um, I like the way goat's milk tastes. It's got a little more uh, fat in it. Dave, we got to milk our goats <laughs> for next time he comes. Um, goat's milk, goat's milk for me. It's just got a little more like, I feel, I just feel better with that okay. than whole milk. Right. Um, and then I'll eat about two bananas and a mango, um, for breakfast and with maybe some yogurt. And then, um, for lunch, I'll have a, Protein shake with probably six. A whole mango? Hmm? A whole mango? Yeah. Not half a mango? No, whole mango. Right. Not right. the food. Right. Not the food. Just drinks. I'm only okay. half okay. on the drink. Okay, drinks. so you're a half drink guy. I got yeah. this. Yeah. I got this. Um, I'm writing all this shit down, bro. I'm going to go on your diet. And then, um, and that's with yogurt. And that's like, so I'm not like super full yeah. for when I work out because I'll, I'll go to the office. I'm, I'm up about five o'clock in the morning. Okay. Five, five thirty. I'm at the office by about seven. Um, and so I eat before then get to the office. I work out about 12 after I work out, I'll have a protein shake. Okay. Um, typically a protein shake with some other type of, uh, protein. Um, so like I'll have a protein shake and 30 minutes later I'll have either some ground beef, like mm-hmm. just ground beef by itself. Literally ground beef. Raw? No, fuck no. Uh, um, okay, well, I have eaten raw steak, I but like, ask all the questions. All right. but like just ground beef or bison, something like that, mm-hmm. just cooked up ground. And then um, I won't eat until dinner again. And for dinner, I'll either have an entire ribeye, an entire New York strip, um, I like something. How you're saying entire now because I was gonna ask. <laughs> yeah, and it, like it, like an entire, and like they're big and all grass-fed um, ribeye, something along those lines. And it depends on what I worked out. Sometimes I'll throw in rice, um, but that's very rare, depending yeah, on what you, I'm working your out. Your carbs came in from fruit in the morning. Yeah, yeah but then and after so that, yeah, exactly. So if I'm working out like like. Typically, my split because of like golf lessons and all the other shit is like I do leg day. You got golf lessons? Day. Yeah, I did. Oh my god, you people! <laughs> all right. And then um, so I'll eat like either rice or um, and then I'll with the steak I'll do either cooked liver and some cooked onions and butter and stuff like that. And then after that, I'll eat an entire. Typically, we we'll, we'll take a papaya, cut it in half, 
uh-huh. and take all the, the seeds out. Yogurt, blueberries, blackberries, mm. all that with honey on top of it. And that's our dessert. That's a very sexy dessert. It's very good. You whole papaya cut in half. She gets one half. I get the other half. And we eat it straight out of the, the actual fucking papaya. Do you play papaya. music while you're eating it? No, I do not. You I'm should not play fun. music. I feel, like that, <laughs> I feel like that ceremony at the end of the night could get improved. What do you, what do you wear when you eat the papaya? You know, typically a robe. Oh, okay. See, you're <laughs> almost there. All right. So, what's the lighting look like? Uh, it's dimmed. You know, kids, oh, yeah. kids are asleep. Okay. Kids are papaya asleep. Time. Papaya time. <laughs> All right. Um, that papaya comes out, and it's like it took it's me time. a long time to like papaya, but now that I eat it on a regular basis, I fucking love it. Like I music. look forward to it. I mean, do I do. You know the band Land and Ammo? That would be a great. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. It'd be a great band to play. During papaya time, I'll every make up a papaya song for you. Done. I will fucking lit. tones to it. I will literally start playing it every fucking night right, just good. for you. And I'm gonna I'm gonna record it and tag you every fucking. Good, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Good. You listen to that one book for three years straight. I so. did. It's going to be hard, but that's typically what I eat like on a daily basis. All right, that's a good diet. That seems, that seems healthy. It's not bad. Like I just feel good. I've noticed though, like I'm kind of like I said in the beginning, I'm on an all in person. So, like, if yeah. I limit my diet, if I don't limit my diet, I will eat every fucking thing. I will eat it all because I love food. Yep. I mean, I literally have a fork and a spoon tattooed on I me. saw that. <laughs> yep. I love cooking. I love food. And so, um, but that's, like, why I limit myself with this. And I try not to eat crazy amounts of carbs mm-hmm. that are not from fruit. Um, I don't eat any vegetables. Fruit. What's your problem with vegetables? I just, honestly, they bloat me. I don't feel good on them. I don't like them. Which vegetables bloat you? All like, like, okay. Like here's my, here's my thing. I think your body's going to tell you what it likes. Right. And so would you, would you choose a mango or kale? Oh, mango. Would you choose a strawberry or broccoli? And I hate broccoli. I think broccoli is one of the worst foods you could ever eat. I was trying eat. to picture, but like broccoli with a little bit of garlic. So, but but you're okay. not by itself strawberry. Like, exactly. Like if they were both and sitting so there, for, strawberry. So for me. I like this game. Give me more. Um, okay. Let's say a banana or a bell pepper. And bell pepper Ooh, is probably one of the. Bell pepper is really good. They, they are. They are. The fruit world there. They are. Um, and. No, no, no. But we're, we're saying uncooked. Dana just said Brussels. No, sprout. no, even cooked. Even okay, cooked. Okay. Oh, oh. Okay. Brussels sprout or Brussels sprout or dragon fruit. Brussels sprout. You would choose that. Yeah. Okay. Good. Give me something else against it. Brussels sprout <laughs> is the fucking king of the world, bro. I. I Make think it gassy. You get liver. Gassy. Liver is the king. That's that's liver the, is king. that's okay. the food. We're all back to liver. King. That's the food though. That like you should not be having gassy problems from food. So you're, like so you're so you're getting bloated. Things move through my body faster. Why? <laughs> uh, like 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 reality. Think about I'm it. Not like a scientist, this is I'm not either. But this is like what I just I think your body's gonna tell you what it likes, and it's gonna be by your taste, right? So I don't necessarily believe in the difference in vegetables and fruit. I think they're all plant foods, right? Mm. And so I think you're going to eat the plant food that's attractive to you. And how is it gonna be attractive to you? It's going to be sweet, and that's what's attractive to you. And if not, it's bitter. Mm. And that's why I like fruit, and that's why I choose to get my right. complex, my carbs. If you're on the show alone, what would you eat? Have alone. You seen alone? Yeah. What would anyone do? They would eat every part of the fucking animal that they kill. But what? They can't kill animals. Well, learn how to be a better gathering hunter. I just watched the whole season. <laughs> it's fucking dope. Option. It's fucking dope. Um, but I just, I mean, that's true. God, that's true instincts, right? That's what we. That's how we grew. Like yeah. not we grew up, but like our species as humans. That's how they evolved. Was gathering and hunting and so if you look at like a lot of the african tribes they're fucking still 80 70 70 80 90 years old having kids six feet tall able to still jump and climb trees really the first thing that they eat of an animal is, is the that liver true can anyone fact check that yes look it look it up <laughs> um and not not six feet I mean, tall not, jumping up trees like and 70 and se- they're still climbing 70 and 80 they can still like produce that to have kids and they're climbing trees and still hunting at an, a, such I an older age i can't have kids right now and i'm only 39 um, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's just crazy. And I think it's because of all the shit that we've put in our body. Oh, and fucking right, dude. 5G. And then you, they don't have 5G. That's what the problem is. And then you look into like do what they, they do. The, do you think they got the, we'll put a flag on this. Do they, they get got COVID? The COVID vaccine? <laughs> 
<laughs> Definitely do you think not. the African tribes were like, let's take this vaccine? From I'm going to, I'm going to send you man. some of the stuff. I'll send her some of the stuff and you some of the stuff Liver? that I uh, know that I look into like to read oh, dude, send me all that and shit. they drink and they like literally will drink the blood. I don't recommend some of the people go drink fucking blood, let's drink the blood of, but <laughs> they literally eat the, like the entire fucking animal. And like, that's what they do. That's how they survive. And yep. then there's these tribes and I'm not like, speaking from personal experience from what i've seen and watched um they don't eat vegetables they eat a lot of honey because they don't have vegetables there but they do they do right. but the, my, when they're when my, they're my sick information on african tribes is when they're <laughs> but when they're sick they go to certain vegetables they know what vegetables to eat when they're sick because vegetable is a medicine and that's what i do agree with I like a vegetable is a medicine not necessarily food but would you live the rest of your life on amoxicillin no Exactly. So why would you eat vegetables every day? That's a medicine. Oh, bro, you're really linking <laughs> some things together here. That's just kind of how I feel about it. I like but but I'm going to say it's what fits me best. Okay. So don't take what I do as like that's what's going to be best for so you. So you're saying you're not a doctor and people shouldn't sue Listen you to me. Yes. Yes. But like I just I notice that I feel best yeah. like when I'm primarily eating meat. I dig it, dude. I dig it. I think one of the worst things that I do is travel so much. And that's hard. That's hard. Because I travel and I eat airplane food, and then I go here and I eat this, and then like when I come back, I'm a fucking mess. Did you find any information over there? I can't find it. Well, you're probably just on Instagram. Look at the um. Look up the Tats Tats tribe. Tats Tats. Luck spelling that, Dana. I like that it looks like we have a research team right now over there, but it's just <laughs> Dana on her phone. <laughs> Research team. I might be pronouncing that wrong, but there is a try. There's a like that they've all gone to, and you know they've talked about it. And I'm, you know, so it's just a different. We got a little off topic there. <laughs> what top? What is the topic of this? I guess song? that's true. There is no fucking topic. All right. Um, when you run the world, you can do run that. The world. <laughs> Who runs run the world? The world. <laughs> Girls. <laughs> oh right. my god. All right. There. Let's. Uh, Tell people where to find you, the real you. Yeah, so find me on Instagram, underscore Anthony's World, underscore. And all my YouTube, everything like that is just Anthony's World. That's pretty much where you can find me. And <laughs> Instagram. And everything's linked through there. Yeah, everything. And he, there's the real you, and then there's fake yous. A ton of fake me's. All right, don't don't Don't, don't fall for the fake me's. Oh, my God. So I follow the real you. Yeah. So if you need to check who I follow, Rob Bailey's Mutual Friends. There we go. There we go. All right. We're going to move on to the other podcast. And we're going to talk fucking hardcore numbers. And Let's if you're interested in the other podcast and what we're about to talk about, um, sign up for CCV and then you'll get access to all this. I'm signed up for it. Yeah. You were like the first person to sign up. Yep. Bro, I had a lot of heavy it. hitters sign up. When I announced it, like I was like, whoa. Yep. Felt so much pressure. <laughs> I'm signed up for it. I will be honest with you. I need to do better about getting on the calls. It's fine. Dude, it's hard, man. It's hard. I'm signed up for other people's groups, and I miss calls all the time. Yeah. Uh, but I do like that like they're recorded, so you can go back and watch them whenever you want, right? So I think that I'm involved. It's weird, man, because you get to a point in time, and we're going to get off here in a second, but you get to a point in time when you realize that like, how important investing in yourself is and how important is even hearing big conversations like that. And you don't always need them, no. but it's really nice to have them when it's available. Right. And I think that that's the benefit of this group. That's why I'm signed up for all my friends groups. That's why I have a coach. Like I talked, I, that's why I didn't meet you this morning. Cause I had an hour call with my coach and like, I don't even realize how much shit I have to dig through, but I never dig through it. I never even work on it unless I have that time set aside. So I do coaches and improving yourself is fucking the most important shit. And that's what we're about to do. I love it. All right, man. Guys, see ya. Peace.